Welcome to the Wonder Learn Podcast. I'm your host, Franz Tapon. In this episode, I'm going to be, once again, defending America. This is my most popular article. It has about 500 shares on my website, it has tens of thousands of views. And it's part four of my five-part series called What Americans Can Teach Europeans. So it's a little bit hard to follow along because I have a lot of graphs and pictures and things like that on my website on this article, but I think it totally makes sense even if you just listen to it. So I will go ahead and read it, and I hope you enjoy it and share it recklessly with lots of people who say that Americans are ignorant. So let's examine geography first. For example, someone from Slovakia often feels smart because he can name at least 10 countries near him and explain what's basically going on there. He says Americans are stupid because they can't do this. Humans are regionally focused. Today, for the average human, that radius of interest and knowledge might be about 500 kilometers. For someone in Nebraska, that means being able to name 10 states around him. For someone in Belgium, that means 10 countries. The level of geographic knowledge is effectively the same. Europe and the United States are roughly the same size. Although it's true that a Nebraskan won't find Belgium on the map, it's also true that a Belgian won't find Kansas on the map. And, by the way, neither will find Togo or Cambodia on the map. People are generally ignorant of anything that is beyond their geographic radius of knowledge. The same goes for being aware of what's going on. The Nebraskan will know what's going on in Iowa, Missouri, Indiana, and maybe California. Meanwhile, the Belgian will have an idea of the general affairs in Luxembourg, Denmark, Germany, and maybe Greece. They're all about the same distance from each other. The only difference is that one crosses country lines while the other crosses state lines. And of course, the American won't know what's going on in those European countries, just like the European won't know what's going on in those particular American states. Americans won't know about the floods in Romania any more than a Romanian will know about the tornadoes in Oklahoma. However, the European persists and says that Americans don't know anything about world events, and yet everyone knows what's going on in America. In fact, one Latvian told me she was upset because she knows so much about America. And Americans don't know anything about Latvia. I said, you know, it's tough to break the news to you, but Latvia's physical, economic, and political size is insignificant. And it's really painful to tell the same thing to the French. But it's true. Europeans know what's going on in America, not because they're more worldly and sophisticated, but because America has a lot of influence in their affairs. America knows little about individual European countries because not one European country has much impact on America, except perhaps Britain or Russia. Most Europeans don't know much more than Americans about what's going on in Uruguay, New Zealand, and Namibia, because those countries are far and insignificant to them. And those countries don't give a shit about all those tiny European countries either. In addition, 
educated Europeans who do know lots of stuff about the world often compare themselves with non-educated Americans. They walk through New York and tell people, Hi, I'm from Bulgaria. Do you know where that is? And then they're horrified that New Yorkers don't know crap about Bulgaria and conclude that Americans are geographically ignorant idiots unlike the brilliant Bulgarians. Meanwhile, a girl from Laos goes to Bulgaria and asks the people she meets, Do you know where Laos is? You can guess the response. So please, folks, listen. Compare an educated, well-traveled American with an educated, well-traveled European. Or compare an American on the street with the European on the street. Either way, you'll discover the difference isn't that big. Most who complain about these issues come from countries much smaller than the United States. The smaller the country, the more they're forced to look outside because they quickly exhaust the business and travel opportunities in their own country. Go live in Belgium and see how fast you get bored. People who live in big countries can spend their whole lives there and not get bored. It's not that we're more stupid or have a bad education, although both of these may be true, but it's primarily because learning about a big country is complex enough. Now, should Americans learn more about the world and its languages? Absolutely. We should all be flogged for our ignorance. And we should also flog ignorant people from other big countries like the Chinese, the Brazilians, the Russians, and the French. Why the French? Well, their country is smaller than Texas, so what's wrong with that? Well, it's always a good idea to flog the French whenever you get a chance. In short, it's true that Americans are ignorant about world affairs, and it's a shame given how much influence the United States has globally. However, Europeans are also pretty ignorant about affairs outside of Europe, which is their geographic focus. They know about America and China because these two large economies influence everybody's lives. Yes, Europeans know more about Africa and Asia than Americans, but Americans often know more about Central and South America than Europeans. Another common criticism about Americans is that we don't travel internationally. Again, the scale distorts everything. A Hungarian feels well-traveled because he's been to 10 countries. However, most of them are probably near Hungary. If someone from Iowa logs the same miles as a Hungarian, she won't even leave the United States. At best, she'll have visited Mexico and Canada or the Caribbean, which is what many Americans do. In other words, the Iowan might feel well-traveled if he's been to 10 states. Each state in America is about the size of a European country. Germany is the size of Montana. Poland is the size of New Mexico. Slovenia is the size of New Jersey. Belarus is the size of Kansas. And Greece is the size of Alabama. And by the way, as a side note here, it's not in the article, but Another reason we didn't travel much internationally in the past, prior to 9-11, is that we didn't need to have a passport to travel to Canada and Mexico and the Caribbean islands. We could just do it with a driver's license. 
So as a result, only about 20% of Americans even had a passport. And Europeans would point that out and say, ah, look at that, only 20% of Americans have a passport. Every European has a passport. Right. Because in Europe, you couldn't travel more than 100 kilometers before you needed a passport to get out of the country. And there was much more force. But Americans could travel quite a bit of areas without a passport. Now, that all that changed after uh, September 11, when the United States started to implement this. And now uh, the passport ratio has gone from one in five to one in three. And I think pretty soon it should go to half. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, uh, the United States might, in fact, even force Americans to eventually adopt a passport. But don't quote me on that. I think I just heard that somewhere. But don't quote me. Anyway, regardless, passport ownership is going up. And as a result, the tedious process of getting a passport, since you've got to do it anyway in order to go to Mexico or Canada nowadays or the Caribbean, now that they have the passport, they say, well, now, okay, I'll go to visit Europe or Asia or or South America or other places now that they have it. But in the past, people just didn't want to deal with the hassle. Anyway, that's a complete side note. All right, back to the article. We're halfway done. Americans are criticized for not speaking foreign languages. Geography explains this quite a bit. The Netherlands is a tiny country, which is surrounded by countries that don't speak Dutch. They don't speak foreign languages because they want to. They do it because they have to. How much incentive you have to learn a foreign language depends on, number one, the size of your country, and number two, the pervasiveness of your language. For instance, Americans rarely speak foreign languages well because we're a huge country and English speakers are everywhere. Russians and Chinese speak foreign languages as well as Americans. Yeah, that bad. Neither of these big countries with their pervasive languages has much incentive to learn anything else. Slovenians live in a tiny country and few Outside their country speak Slovenian, so they must learn multiple languages. It's not that Americans are stupid or Slovenians are smart. Everyone is just practical. Furthermore, most Europeans can speak only their native tongue. My favorite pastime is asking Europeans if they speak a foreign language. The results are dismal. The true polyglots come from countries where just a few million people speak their language, places like Andorra, Slovenia, or the Nordic. And finally, ignorance often goes hand-in-hand with being provincials, and Europeans are far more provincial than Americans. Wherever you are in Europe, ask the people you meet where they're from. The answer is almost always the same. I'm from here. They were born and raised in the town you meet them in, They still live there, and they have no plans to leave. Stanford University researchers have found a strong correspondence between the genetics and geographic origins of Europeans. In fact, 90% of Europeans live within 700 kilometers, that's about 400 miles, of where they were born. And 50% live within 300 kilometers of where they were born. Ask the same question in America, and you'll rarely get such an answer. People are usually immigrants, even if it means moving from Chicago to Miami. In San Francisco, people often are shocked when I tell them that I was born and raised here. Wow, I've never met anyone who was born here. You're a native. They make it sound like I'm a Native American. 
Because Americans move around much more than Europeans, Americans are less provincial than Europeans. In fact, Europe is so ridiculously provincial that most of their countries are far from unified. Spain and Switzerland each have four language regions in their small countries. That alone discourages them from moving around within their country. And the idea of moving a few hundred kilometers to live in a neighboring country is scary. Italians are so regionally focused that they hardly know what's happening on the other side of the local hill. One reason so many strong European dialects persist is that people refuse to venture far. Eastern Europeans are filled with so many prejudices about people who live just a few hundred kilometers away from them because they spent so little time there. Instead, they find jobs locally, they marry locally, and they die locally. Conclusion. I am embarrassed that Americans are so poorly traveled and so bad at geography and languages. Although other big countries are not much better, they usually are better. And yes, Europeans do in fact know more about geography and world affairs than most Americans. However, the difference is not as big as Europeans like to believe. Moreover, I wish the American media devoted as much time to news from developing nations as the European media does. On the other hand, I often assume that other countries know much more about the world than Americans, and I'm often disappointed to learn that it's not accurate. In conclusion, it's true, Americans are ignorant about many things. However, Europeans are hardly much better, and sometimes their provincialism makes them worse. I hope you've enjoyed part four of this five-part series. Share it. This article about ignorance struck a nerve because, like I said, it's one of my most popular articles on my website. In the article, if you go to search for Defending American Ignorance, you'll find a few graphs, but I'll summarize them quite easily. Pew Research polls show that the news interest, people are quite interested in news from the United States. They follow it closely um, all over the world, and it's pretty much universal. And that Americans with more education are more interested in news from abroad. That's another thing that this Pew Research poll showed. And also they're interested in news from other countries. And Americans are also more interested in news about Russia than Russia is interested in the United States. Let me repeat that. Americans are more interested in news about Russia than Russians are interested in news about the United States. So there's something to be said there. So enjoy this series. Hope you go back and uh, listen to the rest of it. Next week, I will conclude with part five of five of the Defending American series, which is Defending American Culture. I also encourage you to go to patreon.com slash ftapon to become a patron and you can do it for as little as $2 a month and you get rewards for that. It's pretty cool. Thank you to Health Access Sumbawa for all the things that, that they are doing in Indonesia. Go to healthaccesssumbawa.com. You can also listen to my podcast about them. And thank you to all my patrons who make this podcast possible. This is Francis Tapon encouraging you to wander and learn.